Here's what's happening in your news. I'm John Ryan reporting. A Glidden woman was killed in a two-vehicle car accident in Carroll on Highway 30 yesterday morning. The crash occurred just after 6 a.m. east of Griffith Road near Choice Auto when 56-year-old Lisa Fellmeyer was traveling west on Highway 30 in a 2011 Chevy Equinox. She hit the rear passenger side of a 2017 Ford Fusion operated by 41-year-old Eric Hahn of Carroll. Phil Meyer rolled the SUV coming to a stop on the vehicle's top in the north ditch. It was reported uh, she was reported not wearing her seatbelt at the time of the accident. Now, Phil Meyer was transported to St. Anthony Regional Hospital but died from injuries sustained. Hahn reported he suffered no injuries in the crash. The Iowa State Patrol assisted the Carroll County Sheriff's Office and the City of Carroll Police Department at the scene. Untreated groundwater discharge from the Denison Water Plant was reported to reach and contaminate part of the Boyer River yesterday morning. At approximately 10 in the morning, the plant crews performed a routine maintenance inspection of the raw main located at Highway 30 and C Avenue in Denison when the line overflowed. Approximately 60,000 gallons of raw, untreated water traveled through 235 yards into the Booyah River. The Iowa Department of Natural Resources got the report around 12.30 yesterday morning and says that the uh, Booyah River had a slight red tint, likely due to the iron content of the untreated groundwater. DNR reports no risk to the public and no dead fish or wildlife have been observed. Well, a local bakery is getting the residents of Audubon engaged in organizations through a series of presentations. The bakery on Broadway hosts a What's Happening in Audubon series with community organizations, individuals, and even District 4 Representative Randy Feenstra to participate in public discussions on topics of interest. Kate Hargens, the owner of the bakery on Broadway, says every Tuesday, the business invites the public to come hear updates from local and other organizations to see what's happening in Audubon and their surrounding communities. Basically, the premise of the What's Happening series is whoever's speaking can come in and talk about kind of whatever topic they're interested in or is top of mind for their organization at the time, whatever's new happening, and then, of course, allow people to ask questions and we provide coffee and people can sit and visit more if they want to. Now, Hargan says that after the previous success of the fall series of What's Happening, she said that they had to bring it back this spring to keep people engaged. The premise of What's Happening series is to get people talking face-to-face, -face, get people involved in their community and understand what's going on in their community. About a year ago, some people had mentioned to me they, that they wished that people would sit down and, and talk about things face-to-face -face or that there was an avenue that people could get information out face-to-face -face versus just on social media. So that's what we're trying to do here. And it's been very successful. We've had a good crowd. Now, Representative Feenstra will be the next to speak to constituents at the bakery. That is tomorrow. That is this, this morning from 10 to 1045. He'll be discussing his most recent work in the House. Well, as spring nears, farmers are starting to worry about the moisture levels because of the latest U.S. drought monitor map for Iowa, showing almost a fifth of the state is in extreme drought. And more than half of Iowa is in severe drought. 
Angie Reeks Hines, a field agronomist with the Iowa State University Extension and Outreach, says it's been 190 some straight weeks of drought for the state, and planting season is just a few weeks away. We hope we get some more rain before we get in the field, definitely. But if we don't, we're going to really need some very timely rains throughout this growing season to keep enough water supplied to those crops, right? We just don't have a whole lot in our soil right now or subsoil that those plants can draw from. Now, even with several heavy snows in January, now February is wrapping up warmer and drier than normal, which is worrisome for farmers. They're concerned. They know they can't do a whole lot about it. If anything, farmers are always hopeful about moisture. There might be some ways we can manage that going into spring. We can think about if we can actually go in and plant without having to do any tillage that would dry out soils even more. Now, forecasters say there's a chance for a mix of rain and snow next week, but it's likely not going to be significant enough to make a dent in the drought. We should probably think about if we have cover crops out there, um, if we want to terminate them a little bit earlier than usual so they're not pulling as much moisture out of the soil. That's something to think about. Now, March 19th is the first day of spring. And a report by the Center for Healthcare Quality and Payment Reform finds 61% of Iowa's rural hospitals no longer deliver babies. The report analyzed federal data and also showed that of 36 rural hospitals still providing the care, 58% reported losing money on the service. The CEO of the nonprofit, Harold Miller, says that the insurance companies and Medicaid need to reimburse hospitals more for the cost of births. We've suggested that they also need to pay differently. Rather than simply paying for each birth, they need to be paying the hospital to be able to support the availability of the appropriate staff to do that. Now, Miller says it's really hard to reopen the birthing units once they close. So it's really important to try to prevent more of uh, them from closing now. Um, and with, with the warning signs that this indicates that this problem is growing right now. Now, Miller says that policymakers also need to find a way to recruit and train more people to work in rural health care. Regency Park Nursing and Rehabilitation in Carroll has become the first and right now the only facility in Iowa to be recognized by the American College of Healthcare Administrators. Jim Photo, Regency Park's administrator, has been named a top performer by the ACHCA for nearly 34 years of dedicated leadership to the facility. Photo oversaw the team, helping them achieve remarkable milestones, especially the six deficiency-free surveys. That means that Regency Park is 100% compliant with state and federal regulations in resident care, services, and staffing. Photo says he feels truly blessed to have such a dedicated team and family by his side, whose support has contributed to much of his success. Under Photo's guidance, the facility will continue to provide a supportive and nurturing environment, ensuring that each resident is given the highest level of care. And that is a look at what's happening with your news here in this 6 a.m. hour. It's John with you here, back in studio once again for the first time in a while since uh, last uh, Tuesday morning. So we're going to take a look at the forecast. Boy, do we have some changes going on with that over the next 36 to 48 hours. But Again, back to very, very beautiful temperatures by the end of the weekend. So we'll talk weather forecast on the way next from KCIM Carroll.